like Scooby Dooby Doo. You, 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 you. Smell like my doo doo doo. Yeah. Let me sing this. Mata smells like doo doo. Mata smells like doo doo. I can't believe that he smells like poop poo. Hello. Nobody else wants to rap? <laughs> no bars? Go ahead. Kick a freestyle. Go ahead. Go. First thing first. <laughs> Can I intro us or y'all want to rap? <laughs> All right, here we go. You. Y'all know what time it is. It's time for the show's little podcast. You know who I am and what I do. Rob Shaw, a.k.a. The Pod God. A.K.A. Harry Potter. As you can hear, I clearly got gang, gang, gang with me. Marky, say what up. What's up? Ram. What's up? What's boppin' do? Alright, so... What's boppin'? Man, we just often. I got options. I could pass these beats no stopping. Alright, so we saw Buzz Lightyear yesterday. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, what'd you guys think of it? Um, it was okay. It was, it was unexpected. I thought it was just going to be a kid show, but nah. It was people blasting robots with guns and future travel. There was time travel. Um, it was good. It was a little long. Like, mm-hmm. gross. Um, I thought it probably should have been <clears throat> like 15, 20 minutes shorter. Like it just dragged. You guys got a little bit restless. You guys were up and moving. And that normally lets me know that a movie's too long or it's not doing a great job of holding your attention. Like while I enjoyed the movie, because I'm always going to enjoy a movie when the three of us go see it. Like when, when it's movie time, I'm always going to enjoy it. But the lid's still on there, Chief. Um, I just thought it was a little bit too long. I thought it was a really good story for the movie that it was. Like, it talked about family and making decisions. And I guess the biggest theme for me was simply that home is where you are. And that was a big theme during the movie. Like, Buzz is constantly trying to get back to his correct time period and fix the problems he made. But by the end of the movie, he realizes that all the people he's trying to save have had healthy, wholesome, word of the day, wholesome lives. Even if it wasn't what they pictured initially, it can be... Just because you didn't plan something doesn't mean it can't turn out correct. Go ahead, Remy. Because... They were all from different universes because they all time traveled different <coughs> and wandered than they were supposed to. Very true. Um, what was the... Um, so Marcus is usually really good like during our movies at... Predicting. Predicting things like we'll be in the movie and he'll see something and then he'll be like... Oh, hey, I think this is what's going to happen. And he did it again. What would you do it with yesterday? Um, uh, Buzz's friend, I can't remember her name, her granddaughter. So, Horthon, Buzz's best friend, had a granddaughter. And Marcus was, uh, Buzz winds up getting saved by somebody who's in sort of like a mech suit. Mm -hmm. And, like, you're like, oh, I bet you that's the granddaughter. I bet you that's the granddaughter. And she takes off the suit, and it's the granddaughter. Mm-hmm. And not to be outdone, we see this giant spaceship in the sky, and Remy's like, hey, I think that's Zerg's ship, the bad guy from the Toy Story movies. And I'm like, oh, man, hey, that's not a bad thought. Maybe you're right. And then, sure enough, it's Zerg's thoughts, and he's like, I told you! I told you! And I'm like, shh. He's like, I told you! And now they're both like, see, we know we know movies. We're so smart. We're so smart. And I'm like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
Remind me with Yellow Knight the whole movie. But Buzz Lightyear was cool. There's like a cool twist at the end that we won't tell anybody. But Zerg's identity is really fun. Please stop touching each other with your feet. Um, but I, I liked Buzz. Buzz was solid. Um, it's probably something that if it were up to me, I don't know if I would have went to the movie theaters for it. Buzz felt to me like something that when it hits Disney Plus, we could have all watched at home with popcorn and enjoyed it just as much. Uh, what do you guys think? Because like you guys might have loved it at the theater. Go ahead, Ron. I thought at the movie field that might be the shit because of, um, he had that black tape that he always had. Do you think that this was a movie we had to see in theaters or could we have waited for this to come home? Um, movie. You liked seeing it at the movie theater? Okay, that's fine. You're allowed your opinion. What about you, Marcus? Um, I think at home. Okay, yeah. Uh, for me, it was probably something we could have seen at home. It like, was a huge build-up, <clears throat> and then it didn't go to its expectations. Yeah, but Dad, I would shoot... Yeah, but... And shout out, though, if you died, because we would get to see the whole entire Bajwanda. Yeah, but you're allowed to have a different opinion. Like, this is the pod. If you think that seeing it at the movie theaters was awesome and that's where you need to see it, stick to that. You don't have to agree with me and Marcus. You can say, nah, that, I needed to see that shit in the theater. I feel like the credits were too long. I just thought the movie ran a little bit long, especially because the movie is made for kind of Marcus, but like mostly kids Remy's age. And that I felt like that was a really long movie if they want kids Remy's age to hold their attention. Um, there was a lot of guns. No, no, there were guns and there were explosives. And it, it, it was good. I just thought that it needed to be... Like, if it was like 20, 30 minutes shorter, I thought I thought that they did some things that we just didn't need. There were, there were some scenes that were really cool. The video scene from the original Horthon and Buzz, when Buzz comes back almost like 40 years later from time travel. Mm-hmm. And then tries to to reverse in time and then become a space ranger again yeah um i do like at the end they're like hey buzz you can build your team out of all these elite rangers and he's like i already got a team like i like when people stick with the people that were with them from day one like they killed lebron for this i know i bring everything back to basketball but Mm -hmm. when lebron uh after his rookie contract he signed with, he, he left a big agency, and you know who he signed with? His people. He was like, look, this, is, this has been my friend since I was nine years old, and he went to college to be an agent. So why wouldn't I let him be an agent? Like, he's going to be my agent. This has been my man's. I don't know this dude. I met him a couple weeks ago. This guy, he's been with me since day one. This guy over here, he's going to be my bodyguard because he's been my best friend, and he knows how to get shit done. And, like, that's that's a very big thing. <clears throat> it's also something that you see happen. And Le- LeBron has done it masterfully. LeBron has done it better than most people could imagine. Other people who do it quite often are rappers. And sometimes, for rappers, that doesn't work out as well. Because sometimes you wind up with street dudes. Like, this dude was a killer with me in the streets. And, like, I needed that because I was out here rapping but I was also doing dangerous things and I was out in the streets so I needed a killer with me you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but now we're making millions and millions of dollars maybe I don't need a killer with me at all times like I might not need the killer at the business meeting now if that killer can adapt and become a businessman like an agent yeah or an agent like or a power ranger not quite a power ranger but, like, if they could be... A bodyguard? So, yeah, like... I'm very... Inclusivity is something very important to me. Do we know what inclusivity means? Yes. What's it mean? It means that you have been my friend for a long day. Go ahead, Marcus. Close. It means that you're including them and not leaving them out. You're including everybody. So, perfect. So, you guys have been friends for a long time. So, why wouldn't I want to include you, right? So if I were to become famous and rich and 
have a position where I could give people jobs, I would want to give my people jobs that earned it. Like, you guys know Uncle Jordan's my best friend. Mm -hmm. That's going to be my right-hand man. I don't know what his job would be, but if I was in a position where I could give... That's the first person I'm making sure is good, because that's my best friend. (coughs) One of my friends went to school for accounting, so why wouldn't I make them my accountant? You know what I mean? You want... You're, you want to be able to put your family in a great position, but also your friends that rocked with you. Like, you and Remy and Wyatt, you guys have been, you guys were in pre-K together. If you guys are friends in 15 years, why wouldn't you want to start a business with him? Marcus and Jaden, you guys have been friends for forever. Why wouldn't you, if you guys are starting a business or you're doing something and you're in a position where you're in, you're good and you can help your friend out, why wouldn't you want to do that? That should always be the goal. Like, I got the podcast. It's not giant. It's not big. But it's good. And now I want to put you guys on the microphone. It's me. I have this little platform. And I want to help you guys grow yours. Because that's how you should move. And that doesn't mean you're going to be able to help everybody in everything. There are going to be times where you want to help people and they don't want to help themselves. And sometimes you got to say, look, I can't hurt myself trying to help you. Like, if you don't want to help you, why should I want to help you? You got to meet me halfway. I don't even know how we got on that long tangent. All right, favorite part of the movie. Go ahead, Marky. Uh, can Ram go first? I need things. All right, go ahead, Ram. Favorite part of the movie. You want me to go first? So my favorite part, as usual, I'll go with being an emotional softy. When Buzz is getting that, he gets the video hologram from Horthon, and she's old, and we meet her granddaughter, and she's like, hey, you were my best friend. I was always worried about you. I just wanted us to be space rangers. And then they touch their fingers like E.T., you guys have neither of you have seen ET. Uh-uh. You've seen ET? It's impressive. What is it? It's a movie called Extraterrestrial and they find an alien and like they're hiding the alien and the alien winds up living with them. Home, home. And they touch fingers just like they did in Buzz. Remember how in Buzz they go to infinity and beyond and then they and touch their fingers together? Yeah, I've well, seen that movie actually. So that's that's from E.T. In E.T. Phone they do home. it, they go, E.T. phone home. And that was a call to that and I think that's my favorite part. Like it was, it's a kid's movie but that was very much an emotional part. That part was to show, hey, this was my friend and I cared about them. And even though when Buzz comes back, she knows she's no longer going to be alive, she cared for him so much that she made a video so that, hey, when you get back, your friend will no longer be here. But, I, but I'm but i sending you something so you know I was thinking about you. What was your favorite part, Ram? My favorite... Oh, go oh. ahead. Go ahead, Marky. My favorite part was when... It's not just one part, it's... Any time when the person who has a parole without, who is not allowed to be with guns, takes guns and is just mowing down the robots and throwing grenades at them, she made a bomb. Yeah, so she was awesome. She's like this little She's old lady. She's a gun nut. <coughs> She's a little old lady that um, is on parole for stealing a spaceship, but she loves guns and she's not allowed to operate them. And like throughout the movie, anytime she gets a chance to them. She's shooting dudes' heads off. And she's just a funny character. Um, You would call her the comic relief, right? Like, her scenes were there to, even though it's a kid's movie, to keep it lighthearted and get a chuckle out of the crowd. She had, like, a minigun. At one point. At the end, she does that little Mm -hmm. funny dance when she's talking about, oh, I have a wrist laser. And they're all walking. Doesn't she do, like, a funny little walk? Mm -hmm. Like, punch in the air. Man, I want two of them. Punch in the air. What about you, Big Max? Your favorite part? My favorite part. You're on the microphone. How do we talk on the microphone? My favorite part was when that. You know what? My favorite part was every scene. Alright, but give me. Alright, so give me one scene that you really liked. I really loved the part when 
Bud Light was right. Oh, I care about my friends, so, oh, oh, um, I might, those seizures in a different reality. Yep, and then at the end of the movie, he realizes that his friend lived a very happy life, even though it wasn't, old. even though she got old and it wasn't how she envisioned it. That's okay, because sometimes... Like you said earlier, it, even if you don't plan it, it can turn out right. It really and can. Happy. It really can. Because they say, there's an expression that life comes at you fast. That means... You don't have <coughs> to plan everything. Yeah, like before you can... There, so there's two expressions that mean the same thing. Life comes at you fast. Like before you can plan anything, life already just smacked you in the face. And then the other one is... Uh, I'm going to butcher it, but it's like, uh, oh, you want to make God laugh? Tell him your plans. What do you think that means? I know. He's going to ruin them. He's Not ruin, ruin them. them. Go ahead. Um, He's going to laugh because it might be funny joke. Well, it's funny to God because, like, God knows everything. So imagine you telling God what you're going to do. And then he knows and then, how and God, it's going to yeah, God's out. like, wait, oh, is that how you think it's going to turn out? <laughs> Boy, do I got something for your dumb ass. So the the expression is you want to tell you want to make God laugh tell him your plans, and like part of that is that they want you to believe that, and you should believe that. Hey, you can do all things through God, but you need God with you to do them. So like you can't say, Yo, God, I'm gonna do this without believing. You know what I mean? Like you need God's faith, or you need faith in God to move you in the right direction. Wow, this is a wholesome podcast. We're, we're t- we done talked about God, family. Oh. Go ahead. I got another one. My favorite moment is every time with the with the cat. The cat is hilarious. Oh, that's a really good point. That was so. The cat is also there for comic relief, but the cat is super duper cute. And Snooks? it's very helpful. Snooks. Socks. No socks. Socks. Socks is the cat's name. Did you see how quick they were both on that? Like, you got t- I, it's two professional movie reviewers and Rob. Like, these guys are pros now. They remember names. They These guys are good. These, ooh, them, them boys good. Them boys good. <laughs> All right, do you guys have anything else you want to jump into? I know. On Buzz, go ahead. Um, I want to jump into where... I have another favorite part. Okay. I My favorite part was, like, when he was fighting the robot. Because that was actually a really good scene. They were like bopping and sort of fighting with the rookies. Yeah. Oh, that's the very beginning, and that starts the movie off really cool. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> that's the part with Izzy. Yep, we've talked about this multiple times. So I'm just gonna ask the question: If this was a video game, would you play it? Yes. Yes. Very yes. much yes. Very uh-huh. much yes. I, I think I think I'm into like even though I didn't love the movie. I didn't- from the a movie, video game standpoint, Buzz just had so many cool weapons, right? The weapons just got me going. And you can make grenades. Um, he had this cool, like I wouldn't call sword, it a lightsaber, like a but plasma a, sword. A plasma sword is the perfect term for it. Yes. Yep. He, they shot the rocket launcher. They had cool stuff on their ri- like Buzz Lightyear had like a very cool arsenal of weapons, and. As somebody who, when the first Toy Story came out, I saw that in theaters, I was, maybe Marcus, I was probably in between you two guys' age, I was probably like seven or eight. Daddy. Yeah? Um, my favorite part was the old buzz was like, you know when um, the buzz and the old one, when he thinks he can fly? Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Oh, so that's in the original one. Yeah. So I saw the original one in movie theaters with Jacob and Brayden's uh, mom and uncle. Like me, Rebecca, Ryan, um, Jacob and Brayden's uh, Mima, Beth, took us to see it. I remember it was a Saturday morning. I was mad excited. I was in the downstairs bathroom at Mima's house, brushing my teeth and brushing my hair like, you think, Mom, 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 you think we're going to see Toy Story? And I was like, nah, there's no way. That's not what we're going to see. And then we, because like these were my really close friends, so all they had to say was, we're going to the movies, do you want to go? I didn't even ask for a movie. I just knew, these are my people, I want to go with them. You know what I mean? Man, we saw Toy Story. And so the way this movie makes Buzz 
is how I feel like Andy saw Buzz. Like, Buzz was so fly. He had, he had the plasma sword, a rocket launcher. He has wings that fly. Shit, that movie was so good. During the movie, I turned and said, yo, I would wear the Buzz Lightyear suit for Halloween. I think them Buzz Lightyear suits are so hard. I'd rock I'd be Buzz for Halloween. Go ahead, baby. But he didn't really use his wings much. He, how many times did he use his wings in the movie? Not you, Marcus. How many times, Remy? He didn't use them at all. Once. One time. Space. Yeah. Right at the end. Um, when he got ejected into space, he used his wings. Yep, one time. Yes. You were jumping up and down, being silly, hiding behind seats and stuff. Mm. <coughs> well, you can't blame him. I went back there first. No, no, no. It was... But see, you guys... I was jumping around and watching. But you guys sit through movies really well. So that's how I know that this was... Oh, it's because we got the top seat. Well, well, I thought it was a little bit long. and um, and But like that's why. Because you guys normally sit through movies really well. You guys got antsy. And this movie is supposed to be for your age group. We missed... We sat for an extra hour for what felt like an eight-hour Batman movie. And you guys sat better during Batman than you did during Buzz. Not that you were bad during Buzz. But Batman held you guys' attention better than a movie that was made for you. Or that's my interpretation of it. Like, I, the reason I felt you guys were up and moving so much was just because it wasn't holding the way it needed to. It was too long. There were parts that just... They, they, they could have left some stuff on the cutting room floor. Yep, we're going to talk... Yep, we're going to talk hoops right now. All right, so that was Buzz Lightyear. Um... Would you guys recommend people go see it? Um, yes. yes, but I recommend getting the top seats so you can move around and watch it. So we sat all the way in the back and we had a little bit more space in what wasn't a super full theater to begin with. And because it was long and didn't hold their attention as much as other movies have in the past. And that could just that could be something that I'm giving to the movie and it's not on the movie. We normally go a little bit earlier in the day. We went later. Like it could, all those things could be factors, but I think this might be a at-home movie for the summer. I don't know that I would rush to go see this in theaters if I if it were my choice, bro. You know that goes on the water. I don't want that on your mouth, dirty. <coughs> um, so, and our next question at the end of every movie review pod. We're going to, we saw some previews. Um, let's just give a few options for what we might go see next. Oh, that Pat Superhero. Um, Pat Superhero. Movie. The Pet Superhero movie with uh, The Rock and Kevin Hart is, is definitely something that was mentioned. And we should also go see the new, what's on call it? What's it called? I forgot. Well, when you think of it, let us know, and I hope uh, Michael listens to this and hears you say whatchamacallit, because when Uncle Jordan says it, it drives Harry crazy. <laughs> so I hope he listens and hears you say whatchamacallit, so he can laugh. Um, so, Secret Life of Pets, or not Secret Life of Pets, uh, the superhero pet movie. No, that's the thing that I was talking about yesterday. What? Secret Life of Pets with the Monkeys. Oh, okay, that's the movie that you said you enjoyed. Or you dreamt about, yes? No, I told you that yesterday at Alice. What? Secret Life of Pets. Two? Yeah, with the monkeys. Okay. The circuit. That's, that's what I was talking about. Alright, and then I would like to also... What else do I want to see? I want to see guns. Top Gun 2, but... One, you guys haven't seen one yet. I want to see one, and then I want to go straight there so I have um, a fresh mind. Um, Top Gun, the first one, is a movie about... They basically go to fighter pilot school, and they learn how to do fighter jets. But, like, they're just badasses. Uh, Tom, it's, it's peak Tom Cruise. Like, peak of his superpowers. He was getting all the joints he wanted. And he walked into a room, and he was like, oh, that's your girl? Nah, she's my girl now. He, was, he, he had it like that during Top Gun. Alright, so let's jump into... Marcus has been dying to get on and talk a little bit of hoops. So I'm actually going to step aside as the host and let Marcus lead us from here. So whatever you want to talk about, whatever questions you want to ask, 
you guys are running the show now. I'm just okay. here. I have some questions for you too. Okay. List the most underrated basketball player of all time, but you you think is great. The most underrated basketball player of all time, man. You came out the gate with the heavy hitters. The most underrated basketball player of all time, but like I still think that they're. I great. have an answer. You have, all right? Let me hear your answer. Pistol Pete. Okay, so what do you know about Pistol Pete? He's a sharpshooter. So Pistol Pete averaged the most points we've ever seen in college. He averaged forty-four points a game. Um, his dad was an absolute nut job. Like you guys think I'm crazy when it's time to get in the lab and train? Pistol Pete's the lab. The, that's an expression for just like where you're working. Sit up, baby. Or if you're done, if you're done, you can go and play. If you don't want to do the basketball part, that's fine. Um, iPads on my uh, nightstand. Um, so he averaged 44 points per game in college, and you know when he did this, there was no three-point line. So, like, in today's game, you can move it closer. In today's game, he probably would have been... Probably average, like, it, Well, in today's game, yeah, because he shot far shots and... Maybe so not 60, but he, he damn sure be 52, because you got to think, what, probably at least four threes a night? Four maybe threes, more. So, that would be, like, 12. 12 more. Not 12 more points, him. because he was still getting two points for the deep ones. So... If he makes four threes, he's at 48. So about 40. Like, just because even though he made far shots, he still got two points for them. So he'd only be getting one I'm, more. I know. I'm thinking. Wait. Yeah. I need to think about that for a second. All right. So Pistol Pete for you. So that's a good one. Um, <coughs> Bill Russell, just because the numbers aren't. He has like 10 rings. Yeah, and, like, at the end of the day, you play to win. Like, when you're at, at younger levels, like, I tell you all the time when I'm coaching your teams. It doesn't matter uh, if you win. Yeah, I don't give a shit if we win. Like, I, and that's not true. I want to win. I'm, I'm uber competitive. I want to win. But more importantly than winning at your age, I want you guys to walk away from this being better at basketball and, and liking it. it more. And if I decided that winning was more important than you guys loving it, some of you, some of the better kids might, might still love it because you play the best kids the whole game and you're telling them to shoot more. And they, they might wind up loving that. But the kids that are just getting into it and aren't as good, they're not going to love it because they don't play as much. And I never, I've had an adult in my, in my life, when I was a teenager, I had an adult try and make basketball not fun for me. I love basketball more than most people. And I had an adult try and make that not fun for me. Now, as an adult, I never want to do that to a child. So that's why I'm very conscious of, yes, I would like to win. But you guys are seven, eight, nine. Winning this championship is fun and it's cool, but in the long run, it doesn't mean shit. Especially if we win it and we have nine players on the team and five of those players never want to play basketball again because I made it a poor experience. I made winning everything. So Pistol Pete is a good one, but Pistol Pete's dad was crazy. He used to make, he, the dad would drive the car and Pistol Pete used to have to dribble his ball out the window. All I do is make you guys dribble the ball home. All right, so most, uh, I think Bill Russell for me, just because you play to win. And, like, I don't know that he gets the credit for just impacting winning. All right, what's your next question? Um. You want me to ask one? I got one. Yeah. All right. So, who is the player that... You never got to see, like, they're retired now that you never got to see, but you would love to see them live. If you could go and see one player that you never saw in person, who would it be? I think I know your answer. All right, I'm going to say it on three. One, oh. two, three. Kobe. Kobe. I knew that was your answer. I knew that was going to be your answer. <laughs> um, for me, 
Kobe's really high on that list, but I think it's Michael Jordan. Like, I've never, I, I was. I have another sh- answer. Go ahead. Dr. J. I want to see him do the cradle. Okay, so I was like your age when Mike was in his, like, the peak of his powers. So I didn't get to see him live. Or, like, I didn't get to go to an actual game. Like, I'd love to. All right, who is the current NBA player you'd like to see the most? Um, I, I think you know who I would say if I haven't seen them live. Well, yeah, so well, you can tell that story. That's your story to tell. So say, okay. go ahead. Um, right now... I'd well, tell them say, your answer that you've seen, and then tell the story. Okay, Devin Booker. We drove to New York for... How did we get to the city? We drove... Wait, no. We drove to a certain spot, and we then went to onto a... We took the train. train. We took Metro North down. What did we do mm-hmm. on the train? Do you remember? We just sat there, I think? We played, uh, we played on the Switch. I have pictures of you playing the Switch. <coughs> so we saw Devin Booker versus who they play? The Knicks. And I don't know if you know this, but Madison Square Garden, where the Knicks play, is called the world's most famous arena. So this is probably two or three years ago. It was one of Marx's Christmas presents. Everybody knows I'm a huge Kentucky fan. I, I didn't even love Devin Booker. This is like reverse copycat. Like, I'm the dad, and I'm supposed to set all the trends and be like, oh, Devin Booker's the man. You should like him. Well, that's not how this happened. Devin Booker went to Kentucky, and I enjoyed him. But I didn't even love him at Kentucky. Like, he's somebody that I wasn't... I didn't even know that he was going to be as good as he was. What happened with Devin Booker and Marcus is I love to read. So I'm reading an article about Devin Booker and Tyler Eulis. They're best friends. They both went to Kentucky together. They both wound up on the Suns. And then they bought condos, like, literally right next to each other. And I read the article, and Marcus was playing 2K, whatever, at the time. And he was like, oh, who should I be? And I was like, oh, why don't you pick Devin Booker and his best friend? And he's like, oh, who's his best friend? I'm like, Tyler Eulis. And from then, Marcus falls in love with Devin Booker. And then he's like, oh, that's who I want to go see live. And I'm like, okay. And he's a Kentucky guy. And I, and I do enjoy Booker's game. But Marcus falling in love with him made me want to love him even more. So we saw Book. Um, he went absolutely crazy. He had a 30 ball. And... 30 ball? A 30 ball. Like, he had 30 points. 30 ball, 30 burger. 30 bomb. 30 bomb. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. He had... He had 30. You could put whatever adjective you want at the end. Um, I like to say nuggets or burgers. Like, gave that nigga a 30-piece McNugget. No sauce. Or gave him a 40-burger. <laughs> With sauce. Um, when you see Uncle Jordan today, um, ask him to tell you his favorite story from when we got beat by 30 in college. Okay. So I got beat by 30 one time, and we have this big guy on our team named Darnell, and he's a monster, Marcus. He's a beast. Can you shoot? He can shoot, dribble, pass. He's that, fat. He's so he's a monster. That sounds like that guy from Hustle Bow. Yeah, like, but Darnell was a monster, and we got killed one time, and we're at the. We're at a Wendy's or a McDonald's or we're, we're somewhere after the game so we can eat before we have to, like, take a two-hour ride back home. And Jordan's at the game because he came to all my college games. Like, he, he was in eighth grade not getting home till like, two in the morning so he could come watch his stupid brother's Juco games. But Darnell goes, Jordan's like, well, Darnell, D, what are you going to get? Because that's what he called him. D, what are you going to get? I should get 30 burgers because that's what we got smacked by. And that is always Yosha's favorite story. Imagine somebody just ordering 30 burgers. Like, just... Th- but Darnell was a big dude. I don't think he could have ate 30. But he could have ate 8 to 12 of them. And he might have took the other 18 home. Alright, so... Alright, next question. Go ahead. Um... Name your starting lineup. Alright, currently or all time? All time, not... 
by the the best lineup by your favorite players. So guys that I love. And then your favorite. <coughs> okay, and then your best. All right, so guys that I have absolutely loved, um, you very much remind me of me on the basketball court. I fucking hate it. I, I absolutely hate it. I wish you were anybody but me. And not in a bad way. Like, uh, I want you to be me in most things. But, like, I just wish you were, like, me now. Like, asshole me that's, like, confident and brash and doesn't shut up. You very much remind me of younger me. Like, you're quiet, reserved. You're the best fucking teammate in the world. Like, I have been to a million games of yours just in the last six months. Marcus, I'm not going to lie to you. I can't think of anybody else who has set a screen. Like, you're like the only kid that sets a screen. You know what I wish you'd do instead of set screens? Get a screen? Shoot the fucking ball, bro. But, like, you're, you're very much me. Like, you're a very good teammate. You're going to play really hard on defense. You're going to set screens. <clears throat> if you're open but somebody has a better shot, you're going to move the ball. And, like, that's great because that's the right way to play basketball. But sometimes as dad, like, not smart basketball brain, but dad, Marcus's biggest fan, sometimes I just want you to get fucking buckets, bro. And that's so funny because the players that I like are bucket guys but I'm not, like, I'm a lot closer to you than what I want you to be. Like, me, I'm like, hey, 12 to 16 is a nice number. 12 to 16 points a game is cool. But, like, some, like, the guys I like are dudes who are wired to get, like, 30. And it's so funny because that's not who I actually am. So, Stephon Marbury, one of my favorite players, uh, probably my first real favorite basketball player after Michael Jordan. Grandpa took me to a game, and I fucking fell in love with him. Um... One of my favorite memories is uh, Dad taking us to that game with CYL. Um, so Marbury, I don't know if you know who Gilbert Arenas is. Gilbert Arenas, uh, I loved him. Like I like Chuckers. Um, Brandon Roy, I'm actually probably going to make you watch some Brandon Roy YouTube because his game is smooth and he's not as much of a Chucker as the first two dudes I named. Like Marbury and Gilbert Arenas, they put shit on the rim. Those dudes shoot. Um, Carmelo Anthony's been one of my favorites. Oh, I love Melo. Mel- Melo's been one of my favorites. He was in my. He was in the Final Four that I remember the most vividly. So, 2003 Final Four is his Syracuse team that wins it. Kansas with uh, Kirk Heinrich and Nick Collison. Marquette with Dwayne Wade and. <coughs> I want to say Travis Diener, but I'm not entirely sure. And the fourth team, we have Marquette, Kansas, Syracuse. Oh, and Texas with TJ Ford. Okay, so that's your starting lineup? That's my favorite final four. My starting lineup would be giving me Steph, Brandon Roy, Mello. I'd play KD at the four because I think positions are nonsense. And then... I don't know. If I wanted my team to be good, I'd pick young Shaq because young Orlando Shaq was some shit I never saw before. Like, I just... I'd never seen anybody that big move that fast. Like, when people are that big, they shouldn't move that quickly and that powerful. Like, Shaq ran like he could cut air. Like, if, like, if there was air in front of him, he ran so strong that, like, the air would, like, rip, like, paper, it felt like. So, that's probably my team. Go ahead. Give me yours. Mine, I'm going to do a little bit more of a starting lineup. I'm going to do the full roster. Okay. I'm going to do uh, Steph at the one, uh, um, Kobe at the two, <coughs> and then... Here comes all the big people. I got Katie at the four. Mm-hmm. And then I go to Dirk at... Wait, no. Katie's at the three. Dirk at the four. And then uh, Dwight Howard at the five. Alright. Why do you like Dirk? Just I'm just curious. Like, that's... The other ones, I could... I could see you picking all those other ones. Dirk is the one that surprised me, so I just... That's why I'm asking. He's one of the best... 
shooting a big man no, and the one that you put, You don't even have to put big man. You could just put he's the be, he's one of the best shooters. The end. The one legged fade is crazy. The one legged fade is really cool. No, that, that's just a very interesting choice, and I and I love that from you. I that, but that's why I asked. Like, I get you. You've seen KD, um, Dwight Howard. He was in dunk contests. You've seen him win rings now. Like I, I understand those choices. I was just curious as to how Dirk got in there, and that's a really good answer. All right, what else you got for me? And then uh, for the backup point guard, I have. Magic Johnson, okay. and then for the shooting guard, I got my guy Book. Small forward, I got LeBron James. Wait no, Mike at the small forward. Wait no, Mike at the shooting guard. Book at the small forward. LeBron James at the power forward, and then who should I have at center? So a lot of these guys I'll are... I'll put Shaq. All right, a lot of these guys are older guys that you haven't seen. So how do you learn about them? Uh, I just look up highlights. Where? On YouTube. Okay. <coughs> no, I'm just trying to learn how you guys, how the younger generation learns Oh, wait, about... no. Instead of Shaq, I'll get KG. So KG was ticket. one of my favorite players. The Big Ticket is an elite nickname. Oh, man. Golden. Okay. What is your game like? Um, I'd say I'm a playmaker who can lock down on defense. Okay. And what are you working on with your game right now? Um, being a more confident while shooting. And you have a game today, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Throw it out in the universe. Tell them what you're going to do today. What are our goals for today's game? Okay, I want to get a steal. Okay. Two stops. And I want to get two points. Okay. That's fair. And, like, this is something that me I and Marcus... I also want to throw up some more shots. Yep, good shots on the rim. I a couple of assists. And how often do we do this? Almost every game. Before We try before every game, um, particularly on the ride over, we try and set realistic goals and expectations of what we want to do. And we don't get our goals every time, right? No. But we work towards them, and it's, <clears throat> it's about setting achievable goals. Like, one day, Marcus is going to put in the work, and the goal is going to be... 10 points, but right now the goal is a steal, a couple of assists, shoot confidently, and put two points on the board. And if we get those goals, awesome. And if we don't, we'll reset next game, right? Mm -hmm. But so the confidence part, what has been, what have I been saying about you shooting? Hold the follow through. Hold the follow through and what else? Hold the if follow I'm wide, through. If I'm wide open, shoot it. Why? Because every time I pump fake and then pass it to my teammate. No, 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 no. But why why don't I care if you shoot? Because. You can use the words I use. You can use the real words I use. Because it, it's not going to matter. Not that it's I, not going to matter. That sometimes it's 100 fucking degrees out there, right? Mm -hmm. And you're running the hill. You're doing the ladder. You're doing the parachute. You're doing two ball. You're shooting jump shots, and it's a million fucking degrees. That's, shoot that bitch in games, because the reason we put in work when it's a million degrees out there is so that when it's game time, we're ready. So, and, and I tell this to all, because I don't just say this to my children. Um, Marcus has a teammate nicknamed Cheese. Um, Cheese didn't shoot well last game, but I know that Cheese likes basketball, and I know that Cheese shoots in his driveway and works on his dribble. So I say to Cheese what I say to my kids. Yo, shoot that shit because you're putting in the work. This is you One, you should believe in the work. If you believe in the work you're putting in, that should help your confidence. <clears throat> you know when you're... Think of basketball games like a test. 
or think of it like school. When you're at school, right, and you have a spelling test on Friday. Now, if you studied Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and the teacher is like, all right, Marcus, here's your spelling test. You walk in that bitch confident, right? No, no, I don't even study. I walk in that bitch confidence every day. Well, for this example, when you study... Well, what's something you need to study for? How about that? Um... Oh, guys, listen to this guy. He's so smart, he can't think of one thing he needs to study for. Oh, no, I'm not smart. I just don't like studying. I'd rather be playing Fortnite. I know. Well, everybody would rather do something but put in work. But, so, say you have a social studies test. And you studied for it every night, right? You're going to walk into that test confident. That's how I want you to think of basketball. Hey, you have a game on Sunday, and you worked on your game Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You should walk into the game confident on Sunday because you've been putting in the work. You put in the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right. So we're at about 45 minutes. Is there anything else you want to touch on, or are you ready? Um, I'm going to name Every single best player in the league right now. For each team? For each, each team. All right, so let me pull up all NBA teams so we can go through it real quick. <coughs> Boy, do I wish they would put them in order. It would be nicer. Okay, in the Atlantic Division, we will go um, by divisions. Boston Celtics, best player. Jason Tatum. Or Jalen Brown. Okay, Brooklyn Nets. Katie or Kyrie. New York Knicks. Um, that's a hard one. R.J. Barrett or Julius Randle. Philadelphia 76ers. Joel Embiid or James Harden. Okay, Toronto Raptors. Paul Siakam, I think it is. Pascal Siakam. Or Fred VanVleet. Those are good choices. I would also um. Uh, I, yeah, those are fine answers. Do you know who won Rookie of the Year this year? Josh Goody. Nope. He was the four pick in last year's draft. He plays for the Raptors. I didn't watch the draft. Um, I don't know. Come on, you can do it. Just think, he was a rookie. He's, um... Alright, Scotty Barnes. He's somebody that you should look out for, and if you do another fantasy draft in 2K, he's somebody that you might want to get. He has a lot of potential. He can play multiple positions. I would look at Scotty Barnes. Alright, Central Division. Chicago Chicago Bulls. Bulls. Zach Levine or DeMar DeRozan? Cleveland Cavaliers. I I don't know his name. I think his last name is Garland, I think. Darius it is. Garland. Or, or Jared Allen. Um Evan Mobley is a good one. He was also a rookie. Um he's a while he might not be their best player, he might be their most important player, if that makes sense. Alright, yeah. Indiana Pacers. Pacer? You, you skipped Detroit. Oh, I'm sorry, Detroit Pistons. Um, Cade Cunningham. Yep. Alright, Pacers. Um, Jeremy O'Neal? Jermaine O'Neal? That, that's from way before your time. Um, I can't how remember about Ty- Tyrese Halliburton? Tyrese Halliburton for them. Alright. This one's an easy one. Giannis. Milwaukee Bucks. Yep. Who's their second best player? Uh, Chris Milton. Okay. Atlanta Hawks. Trey Young. <coughs> Do you know who you think their second best player is? Um. Colin Hunter? John Collins or DeAndre Hunter. Um. Charlotte Hornets? LaMelo or Miles Bridges? Miami Heat. Jimmy Butler. Who else is nice on the Heat? Um. Bam Adebayo. Bam Adebayo. Um. Orlando Magic? Cole Anthony. Washington Wizards. Is John Wall and Brad or Bradley Beal still on there? John Wall is in Houston, but Bradley Beal is still a wizard. Bradley Beal or Kuzma? Beal. 
by a significant amount. Denver Nuggets. Yolkage. Minnesota Timberwolves. Cat or Edwards. Okay. Um, Oklahoma City Thunder. Shy. Okay. Um, Portland Trail Blazers. Portland, oh, that's easy. Dame time. Or Dollar Dame. Yep, Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz, uh, Donovan Mitchell or Rudy Gobert. Golden State Warriors. Curry. Los Angeles Clippers. Kawhi or PG. Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron James or AD. Phoenix Suns. Um, Devin Booker, but another good one is Chris Paul, but he's getting a little bit old. Sacramento Kings. Jaron Fox or Sabonis, I think it is. Yeah. Dominique Sabonis. Demontes Sabonis. And did you know Sabonis' dad played in the NBA also? No. Really, really good passer. Mavs. Who's on the Mavs? Uh, Luca. Houston Rockets. Rockets have so looked out for this one. Mm, Jalen Green or uh, Kevin Porter Jr. Alright, I got that one out. Memphis Grizzlies. Oh, John Moran. New Orleans Pelicans. Zion or CJ? Alright. Wait, no, not CJ, Brandon no. Ingram. Yeah. Oh, those are three good ones. Alright, uh, San Antonio Spurs. Jamal Murray. Not Murray. I mean, not Jamal. Sorry. <coughs> DeJounte Murray. Uh, Jamal Murray is on the Denver Nuggets. All right. I knew it had Murray. All right, give me your five favorite players in the NBA right now. Okay. Uh, Curry. Wait, no, not Curry. It doesn't have to be in order, just five. Okay. I'd go... There's six. Can okay, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Right now it is Curry, Jordan Poole... John Morant, Devin Booker, and uh, I can't remember his name. What team? Um, what team is he on? It's all right. We can come back to that later. Ram, you want to come close us out? You, you want to sign off with us? I have one. Oh, go ahead. Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram? That's Uncle Jordan's guy. Yo. I know. All right, you guys want to hit a yo before we go? Yeah. One, two, three. three. Yeah. Yeah. This has been the Show's Law Podcast. Thank you to my guests slash co-hosts, Marcus and Remy. This has been the Show's Law Podcast, and like that. Wait. Hit the bell and hit that subscribe button. We out.